Welcome to CouncilCast, a podcast from Coalfield Development where we highlight moments from our monthly gathering, Coalfield Council Day. It's a time for reflection, team building, and celebrating the personal and professional developments of our crew members. To start off our June Council Day, Josiah Hanna, Personal Development Coordinator, welcomed us into the space and asked us to name some personal celebrations and milestones. This month, our crew members celebrated several different personal milestones, including birthdays, sobriety anniversaries, college acceptances, and more. Starting Council Day by celebrating these significant events in our crew members' lives always sets the stage for a great day. So what we're going to do next is hats, and that's going to be Gina. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So I want to welcome the new people. So we have Blake Claiborne, who is new at Mountain Mindful Woodshop. Gina Browning, our Equitable Employment Coordinator, handed out brown hats to our newest crew members, Blake Claiborne, joining the Mountain Mindful Woodshop, Helena Harmon, Program and Sector Intern, Sterling Johnson, joining West Edge Construction, Joey West, joining the Mountain Mindful Woodshop, and Chris Williams, joining West Edge Construction. My name's Helena Harmon. I go into the Charleston office, which is pretty far away from where most of the people are. It's pretty much just me and Marilyn up there. And meeting everybody, Marilyn's awesome. I think that she's like one of the coolest people on the planet. And just about everybody that I've met has sort of had that spark of creativity and ingenuity and a genuine drive to make the world a better place. And talking to people like Josiah and Jacob and Brandon and even the new people like uh, Opal, it seems like everybody's here because they want to make Appalachia and furthermore the world a better place. Uh, which is, I don't want to say it's hard to find, but it's sort of a little bit hard to find consistently in one business. Next, Brandon Dennison, our CEO and founder, discussed some big news, his transition to a new role at Marshall University. Starting July 1st, Brandon will become Marshall's Vice President of Economic Development and Workforce Development. For the next six months, Brandon will stay on at Coalfield to help lead the search for a new CEO and facilitate their training. After that, Brandon will stay on as Coalfield's executive president, serving in a larger, big picture role. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I did have a big announcement. Um, so I, I emailed out. If you haven't had a chance to read what I wrote, that helps. You know, that puts everything sort of spells it all out for you. Um, but I know that it's nice to be able to talk through things. So we've got a big chunk of time right now. Um, I'll sort of summarize again what the, what the change in my role will be. And then we'll take any and every question that you have. And if every single person in this room has a question, we'll take time for every single person in this room to ask it and I'll answer it the very best and the very, uh, as you know, 100% honest. So um, I have an opportunity to become the Vice President of Workforce and Economic Development at Marshall University. Um, this will put me, I'll be working right beside President Brad Smith. Um, he has a vision to really transform higher education, okay, and make it not so much about one campus, you know, with just four-year programs, but really make it about the community and the region. 
make it about improving the economy for the region, and really make Marshall an asset for all people, whether you're a four-year person on that campus or faculty or just a community member, really make it an asset for all people. I, I believe in that vision. Um, I have great faith in his leadership. It, it is a chance for me to really learn and grow myself and be challenged and stretched myself. And perhaps most importantly, Brad was really willing to let me do this in a way that's really good for Coalfield. So I will not just be abruptly resigning. Um, there will be a change. You'll see me less day to day. Um, but for the next six months, I'm going to stay the CEO. I'm going I'm to transition into vice president, but I'll still own the big major strategic decisions at Coalfield Development. And then in the fall, I will help select and train a new CEO. So it'll be nice and methodical. And then even once we have a new CEO, I'll transition into what will be called the executive president. Um, so this is common more in the private sector. You'll have a CEO who really runs the organization day-to-day, uh, -day, but at the board level, you'll still have an executive chair, they'll call it, in the private sector. I'll be executive president to really help set the strategy, maintain important relationships the organization has, uh, and do leadership development, you know, to, to share what I've learned and to develop other leaders throughout the organization. And that'll maintain in, in perpetuity. There's really no uh, deadline on the executive president role. Um, so it is a big change, and I do not want to diminish what a big change it is. But also, I won't vanish. Um, I won't disappear uh, council days in particular, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think I can promise I'll make them all, but I intend to make more council days than I miss because the truth is I draw tremendous inspiration from council day and really from all of you. Um, one of the quotes, it was in the paper today and it was in what I sent out to you. Um, Honest to goodness, I have never viewed Coalfield Development as being about me uh, and I think sometimes in our culture, we like to put, take a hero and put him up on a pedestal. Uh, and as the CEO, you know, I'm out front a lot of times. And so a lot of times it's my picture in the article, but I really believe you all are the heroes of Coalfield Development. The kind of learning and growing that you shared in the celebrations today, that's the power of this organization. Uh, and that's what'll keep this organization growing for many, many more years, even after all of us are gone, I believe Coalfield Development will still be growing and contributing and creating opportunities um, for people just like us. So I really believe that. Um, so this is um, a lot of thought has gone into this transition, how to do it well, how to make it work for Coalfield, how to make it work for you all, how to make it work for Marshall, how to make it work for me and my family tried to be very thoughtful and very methodical. And I feel really good. I have a deep peace about where this has landed and it feels right to me. It feels on track. Um, the only regret is I know it's, it's hard. I know change is hard, especially for, for some of you all. Uh, and so I, I just hope that uh, you're all doing great. So don't let this stop anything. That's really my hope. And that's why I've tried to lay out this transition the way that I have is just to keep Coalfield right on the amazing trajectory that it's on. So with that, I would be happy to answer any and all questions. Many members of the Coalfield team expressed their gratitude to Brandon for his leadership and vision. Well, nine years later, 
every promise that he has made this community has either been fulfilled or is in the process of being fulfilled. Gina Milam, West Edge Outreach and Operations Coordinator. The way this community has come together and appreciates this space. I had a middle school teacher, you know, at the end of the school year, and there's nothing else, you can't teach these kids anything else. All they can think about is, is summer break. So they bring them by the bus loads and put them over here at the park. And I had one of the teachers come over. He's actually on one of my advisory boards. And he goes, my kids are so excited about this building. They've watched. They actually stood out there and applauded for Sasa and Barb as they worked on the mural. And he told me, my kids are so excited about this building. And he goes, and especially the kids that don't feel accepted in so many places. He said they feel comfortable here. And as a member of this community, as a member of the Coldfield family, I want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for what you've done for me and my community. Thank you. Chief Development Officer Marilyn Wren. So, I mean, this is, to me, this is, it's, it's a ginormous, yeah, this is, this is it. This is a next step. You know, the book is um, still being written, of course. So, yeah, this is another chapter. And it's like such a sign that the work is on the right track. And all of the seeds are, are, planted and growing and I am just, you know, tickled peak that you know, this is happening and that Marshall's now picked it up and you're in the right place at the right time with the right frame of mind, passion and ability to, you know, articulate what it is to get to a larger and larger audience. So, yeah. It is working. Brandon also stated that he never wanted Coalfield to be synonymous with him and highlighted that for him, Coalfield was always the people. Once I created Coalfield, if there weren't, you know, Andy, Josh on the first crew, uh, Ashley, Amanda, Heather, Megan, Ethan, James, uh, I'm, I'm seeing all the people who have come through these doors, Crystal, uh, Colt, Jeremy, like three Jeremys. <laughs> um, just think of all the trainees and crew members and how far they've come. And so I, I so appreciate that. But also if we wouldn't have had people just like you all and all those that have come before you, learn and grow and make the most of this opportunity, I would have closed it up back in 2015. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I've honestly done my best and I appreciate, you know, the accolades I do because I know that I've done my very, very best. But it's, it's equally as inspiring, if not more so, what each and every one of you, how you start where you are and you don't give up and then you learn and grow from there 
It's just incredible. It is inspiring. It is special. And it creates hope for Appalachia on a global scale. <laughs> you know, and my pretty speeches can't do that. It's, it's the growth that you all make happen that does that. I just really believe that. So I believe you're a hero. <laughs> and all of you are heroes. We'll be heroes together. How about that? Next, we moved on to two important training sessions. Our crew chiefs and crew members set up their new Windows Surface Pro tablets and received training on how to use them. Ryan Stoner, Chief Operating Officer, said these new tablets will enable Coalfield team members to be connected no matter where they are. Okay, so here's the game plan. This is the big announcement. What you have on the table in front of you, okay, a couple of things about why we're seated together in our crews and what, what you have today. We have asked all of our crews to bring their current personal development devices back today to be replaced. We are swapping them out. Again, yeah, see Excited Dreamer over here. This is the Excited Dreamer. Yes, this is the emoji for the day. Excitement. So we know this is uh, feedback from the last couple of months, maybe even like tail into last year. I remember when the, uh, the exec team was kind of doing a tour late last year, we were checking in on, on all of our sites and um, this came up a couple of times. It was like either we didn't have internet connectivity, which Grace, can you grab Dave? Dave is in the house. Uh, either, you know, internet connectivity wasn't stable enough. So we had a couple of Wi-Fi projects we worked on. Uh, the universe, literally the universe, the orbit of the earth has blessed us with satellite internet at high wall. Woo woo, everybody. We got Starlink down at high wall. That's great. So we've got Wi-Fi at high wall now. So it's like to all the far reaches of where we do our work as an organization, you can check your email, do a Zoom meeting, actually be engaged in personal and academic development the way that the program's intended. So all these things have been taking shape over the last couple of months. This is the culmination of, of all of that work and its parts, parts and pieces. So what I'm holding in my hand today is one of the new devices. This is a new device, okay? So what you have on your table is what I have in my hand. This is a Windows Surface Pro device. So it's, uh, it will have a lot of the functionality of a laptop. You've got a, a little flip keyboard on here. Meanwhile, the leadership team participated in fire extinguisher training led by Ryan Anderson from Lemax Safety Solutions. This hands-on training focused on the basics of using a fire extinguisher and safety protocols for fires. You know, I'll do the first one here just to kind of show you. We'll use right in the middle of the, of the uh, driveway area here, right where that large cone is, the large barrel cone. Again, I'm going to pick it up. Look. The fire's going, yeah, it's going. You, but if I, if I go and don't look and I just pull the pin and go, I'm going to be in a, a situation that's not good. It's going to take a look. It's in the green. Now, when you start picking these up, it's not going to be in the green, okay, because we're going to be using it. Look at it. Pull the pin. This piece here is the piece that we were talking about that doesn't take much. At this point, it doesn't really matter whether it's been inspected or not, okay. Grab the hose. I'm actually left-handed, so I'm going to switch. Or right-handed. Make sure nobody's coming in that direction. 
About 10 feet. I'm going to pull the trigger. After lunch, we enjoyed a special performance from Corduroy Brown, a local musician from Huntington. Corduroy's performance centered around living life to the fullest and being the best person you can be. In 2021, Corduroy actually suffered from a very serious case of COVID-19, but was fortunate enough to be brought back to health. I can count the things I change without a doubt, yeah. I would rather stay with the loneliness I feel and break the habits. And every motive that I find keeps me stuck on every line just like a magnet. I try to decide between the jackal and the hide, I've got to have it. Now, baby, I've got you. I've got you. Now, I've got you. Cause I've got you. Nothing ordinary or to what shall I compare the I fall short, babe? Constantly reminded and repeatedly blinded by you, baby. When I saw heaven in your lap, you looked down at me, laughed. I saw heaven, heaven clear as day. Side by side, how'd I get away with that greatest sign in my way? No, I don't deserve your love. Oh, so glad that I got it anyway. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. Now I've got you. A little love song real quick. Next, we reflected on the recent Juneteenth holiday. We had a good discussion too, yeah, about not wanting to repeat mistakes, you know, and um, my favorite thing about America is that there's an opportunity to learn and improve. So it's not saying that we've done it all perfect in 1776, but it's that it's an ongoing pursuit of justice and pursuit of happiness and that maybe we didn't get it all right, but we can keep learning from the past to not re- repeat those mistakes and do better moving forward. So that's why Juneteenth's a federal holiday now. It wasn't two years ago, not a federal holiday. Now it is. So I think conversations are happening and um, not enough of them, but more of them than before. And we'll keep trying to do our part to be a fair place, to be a just place and to listen to one another, especially to listen to different viewpoints you know, another good topic at my table is saying it's, it's how can you learn if all you only hear all day long are viewpoints that align with your own. If you just hear people who agree with you all day long, it's going to be really hard to crow as a person from that uh, standpoint. So I think the great thing about Coalfield is you don't have to agree with everything you ever hear. We're not asking you to agree with everything you ever hear. We are asking you to listen genuinely. We are encouraging you to listen to people who are different from you because we think you'll grow from that. But ultimately it's on you. You have to listen, you have to discern, you have to decide. 
what's true, what's not, what do I agree with, what do I not? And that really makes us who we are. The thoughts that we, like our musician Corduroy said, how our thoughts become our actions, our actions become our habits. I think that's true. Gina Browning, Coalfield's Equitable Employment Coordinator, shared her thoughts on her group's reflections on the Juneteenth holiday. Well, we talked about our past experiences and just different things. You know, we all come from different backgrounds and different aspects. So we just talked about our different experiences and how we've all grown to be sensitive and aware of things and how we can use our individual stories and not only see the differences in each other, but the commonalities as well. To wrap up the day, we celebrated a new Coalfield champion, Amanda Whitlock. We'll just go ahead and open up for uh, comments and uh, feedback about, Amanda, do you want to just wave? Some of you don't even know Amanda. Um, yeah, come, come on up. Some of you will have just met her. Some of you, like me, uh, she would have been here when you, when you first got to know Coalfield. Um, and that's, the, that's been the case for as long as I've been here, Amanda's been here. Um, and it's been an, an honor. So I, I have things to say, I have comments, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it up and um, anybody have any reflections or, or celebrations of Amanda that they wanna share? And I wanna start out by saying, Ethan, Joe, I know, you know, whenever I walk into the wood shop, it's almost like you guys are invisible, I love you. But it is the rabid feminist in me. I mean, especially when she's standing there owning that machine like a boss, eight months pregnant. And I'm like, and this is Amanda. But no one, I mean, as a, as a woman who went to school with children, I know how difficult that is. You hold a full-time job, you've got a baby at home, you're standing on your feet when you're pregnant, and you're doing schoolwork and just acing it. And then I watch when you come in here and we are so proud of you, whether it's senators, whether it's governors, whether it's mayors, we call on you time and time again because you are so eloquent and you are so poised and you knock that out of the park too, baby. The world is your oyster and I couldn't be prouder of you if you were my own baby. And your mom, man, I know she's so proud of you. And she's with you. You have nothing but good ahead of you. This place creates a foundation for us. We learned so many things here just by showing up and becoming committed. It doesn't stop here, though. And I think that's what we're scared of. The best thing about all of this is everything that you've gained, that we've gained, it goes with us. Our purpose, we never have to let that go. It's who you are. That's your power. Nobody can do what you do how you do it. All you ever have to do is believe, and you have every reason to. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. It's a light for you more so, I have to say, just because they've been closer to me. But each and every one of you have inspired me and made me feel welcome and made me feel like I have an army around me 
and a huge family when I didn't feel like I had a family anymore. <laughs> and I've been trying to spend the past four years or so recreating my own family. And I'm so grateful for all of you guys because I feel like I have that now. Something that I learned recently in one of our leadership trainings was um, what fear is. And it means false expectations appearing real. Yes, I feel afraid. Yes, I don't want to leave. But the expectations that I have for myself and all of you and the other people around me and for my family are not false. I know that as long as I continue the path that I'm on and continue to keep doing the right things and having integrity and being kind and all of those things, I know that um, what I'm capable of is going to far exceed my expectations for myself. So, thank you guys. Thanks for listening to CouncilCast, a monthly podcast from Coalfield Development. This series is hosted and produced by JJN Multimedia. Subscribe to CouncilCast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a review. To support or learn more about our work of creating resilient Appalachian communities and helping people unlock their full potential, power, and purpose, find us on social media or visit www.coalfield-development.org. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next month.